Uh, welcome back, welcome back to more spiritual conversation, open conversation, and shenanigans. Hopefully I didn't miss everybody. Let's see who joins. I'll send out some invites, like always. Let's see who's still awake. Hey, how you doing, Kira? What's up, what's up, everybody? How are you guys doing? Hi, Kim, how you doing? Welcome back, I missed you guys. I missed everybody, it's been a couple of days. How's your day going? You got here early today? Yes, you did, yes, you did, welcome. How are you today? Hey, daddy son, how you doing? Doing great, Kim, doing great. You did a double at both jobs? That's like a quadruple. What's up, nature boy? Certified Sunbeam, how you doing today? Man, I missed you guys. I'm so glad to be here. Hey, Becca, how you doing today? You having a good day? Emmanuel's Intuitive Healer. The gang's almost all here. I missed y'all too, man. It turns into one of those things like, when can I get back on and jo join the fam? You got a new Oracle deck today. That's what's up, Nature Boy. That's what's up. I'm glad that you're doing great, Becca. I'm doing great as well. So we are starting new stuff. New stuff is on the horizon. And our, I know our sessions, our, our lives, they've gotten a little bit shorter, right? That's okay. The reason why they've gotten shorter is because I have to spend more time actually doing most of the setup for what's coming our way. So starting next week, we're, I'm going to have open appointments. So if you guys want to book any sessions or anything like that, you'll be able to book them starting next week. And the new website will be live. So it'll be new stuff for you guys to take a look at. You guys will be able to have accounts and stuff like that if you wanna communicate with each other. And uh, I'm excited about it. I'm really, really excited about it. So I hope you guys find use and in, in good information on the site once it's done. I know, woohoo, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm super excited. And the best part is this background. So this is like, it's not really here, right? But I was able to like take the background from the other wall and since I'm traveling, this works, this works. So how's your healing going everybody? Where are you at? Where are you at in the healing process? Are you feeling like you're, you're getting somewhere? Are you feeling stuck? Where are we? Right? Thank you. I appreciate it, Becca. Healed, Denny's son. All right, all right. Oh, and you got, what are rooms, nature boy? Healed, but your body's catching up. I will tell you this. When it comes to that body catching up part, man, that can, that can, that can do it, that can do it. Taking some time to be still, that is important. It's one of the most important parts. I mean, when you're, when you're talking about a healing journey, when you're talking about going through and actually looking at your soul, it, 
it gets tough when you get to that point where you're healed enough to where you don't hurt anymore. When you're healed enough to where you're not hurting anymore and there's no pain present in your life, there's nothing holding you back, then all of a sudden, guess what? The very next thing that happens is you're like, okay, I'm healed. Let me go into the world and just be. Let me be this, this healed version of who I am in the world. Well, the world is not healed. The world is far from as healed as you've been. No matter, it, you could have healed one thing and the rest of the world is not that healed. So what you encounter is different circumstances, different situations where you have the responsibility of being the bigger person. You have the responsibility of being the healed one. You have the responsibility of being so aware that sometimes you have to make a different decision than what you normally would have done. A different decision than what the norm is. Uh, you have to respond different. Let's put it that way. You know, if you respond really well to something, it makes you feel good in the moment, but it also, it tugs at you. It tugs at you because you know who you used to be. You know what your response used to be when you ran into things. Celestial Vibes, how you doing? So you know exactly what your response used to be. You know that if someone triggered you in a certain way or somebody came at you in a certain way, your response would normally be chaos. Your response would normally be a fuck you, right? But you can't do that anymore. And you really don't want to. So as you're healing and you run into these things, what do, what do you do? How do you guys feel about it? How do you feel about it and what do you, what do, you do? So it's like Nordic, Nordic rooms. They're another way to pull messages. I'm gonna learn how to use them. Nice, nice. Yeah, show me what they look like, Nature Boy. I'd love to see them. I'd love to see them. Project Legion, how you doing today? It's hard. My spiritual journey has forced me to reconcile what I believed with what is real. I feel you there, Kim. I feel you there. When it comes to what you believe and when you learn what's real and you learn that what you believed and what you thought all this time and where you're going, that's not the actual path. That's not the right things. When you learn that, it turns into a, it turns into a situation where you're sitting there and you're like, I know that you're hurting. And I know that you're going through your own cycle and you're trying to make me part of it, but I don't want to be part of it. You can keep your cycle. I want to step out. I'm going to opt out of your cycle for now. Well, how do you do that? How do you do that with class? How do you do that with love? How do you do that tastefully? How do you do that peacefully, gracefully? right? How do you step out of somebody else's toxic cycle, negative cycle, or anything like that in a graceful manner that allows them to hear the message? They know truth now. You've given them a good word, an encouraging word, or something like that, but you're not getting swept up in whatever it is that they have going on. You're not getting swept up in their toxic cycle. So I had a friend, and this friend really, really struggled with basically, let's, let's call it complete addiction. And it came down to their addiction. You said, pro it seems the unlearning is done, but now putting it into action, implementing it again is another process. Yeah, 
It is. Boundaries. Exactly, Kim. You do have to set boundaries. And setting those clear boundaries, that's something that you have to do. So I have a friend that has a gambling problem. And with their gambling problem, it's one of those things. They want, he wants you to go with him. He wants you to go with him. Hey, come with me to go gamble. So that way I don't gamble too much. Well, I can't control someone's gambling. Who am I to tell you what you, you do with your money, right? Who am I to tell you that you've had enough? Who am I to tell you that you won't win? Who am I to tell you anything, right? But no matter what you do, when you go with him, it's, it's always, if you would have done this, if you would have sat in that chair, if you would have said, let's go sooner, if you hadn't have gone to the bathroom for too long, I was waiting on you, it's a cop-out. It's a reason why he can say, I didn't do this or I didn't accomplish my goal because of you. And it's a toxic cycle. And it happens all the time. Well, when you're not around, it turns into, oh man, I, I, need re- I really need some help. Oh man, this happened. I messed up. I shouldn't have done this. So it's a toxic cycle in two ways, right? How would you, how would you guys stay out of that cycle? I just want to hear from you guys. How would you stay out of a cycle where a friend has a severe gambling problem and makes you a part of it, either by becoming their support, their crutch to lean on once they've messed up their lives, or by involving you in it so that they can blame you instead? What would you do? Boundaries have been coming up heavy in the readings. Ooh. That's an important thing. It's an important thing. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. It depends on the friend. Let's say it's the closest friend you ever had, like a brother, like a sister. Let's say it's like that, that type of friend. What would you do in that circumstance? I just want to hear some opinions. I mean, maybe you guys will say some things that I never thought about because I know how I deal with it, but that doesn't always mean that it's the right way. Hey, Nature Boy, give me a few seconds um, and I'll, I'll go ahead and add you in, okay? So when it comes down to it, the reason why I ask that question is because we all have close friends, close family that we truly, really love. You said time for a come to Jesus meeting. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is time for a come to, it's time for a something, right? At the, at that point, it is time for something. And the reason why I ask, like, how would you, how would you handle that? You know what I mean? How, how would you handle someone going through their own cycle, going through an addictive cycle or, or going through their shadow cycles? How do you handle it when they are unwilling to see and they want to make you a part of it? They want you to participate in their dysfunction. And you can't because you're on a healing journey. You can no longer continue to participate in other people's dysfunction. Well, what do you do? Yeah, you can set boundaries, but there's also, you can push them with your light. And this is a tricky thing. It's a very tricky thing. Because have you ever met someone that wants to tell you vile, terrible things and you just, you have nothing but good things to say? I had a person once, they told me, you know what, you're this, you're that, you're terrible, you don't care about other people and things like that. And this is all of their, their emotions, right? And I said, well, I appreciate that. 
And I, I can understand that you feel that way, but this vile, terrible, absolutely horrible person loves you unconditionally, absolutely, with all of my heart. And it stopped them in their tracks. They had nothing to say. They had to really sit and contemplate that. They had to really sit and think about that. And when you do something like that, it's more than just killing them with kindness. What you were doing is, I call it pushing them with light. You have to push them into a positive direction to where they can't stay in that negative cycle anymore. They will always rethink that when they go into that negative cycle. It's something that impacts with their life. It impacts with that cycle. So it doesn't perpetuate, it doesn't continue. Because every time they go to do that, they're going to remember the thing that you said to them, the thing that you guys did. They're going to remember that moment. And pushing somebody with your light doesn't mean that you overly love them. It just means that you utilize your light, your energy, your goodness, your healed state to impact them and confront them. Confront them directly. Confront them with truth. Confront them with love that supersedes their anger. They have to rise or you have to lower. So rise. I like that, Daddy Sam. Exactly. How you doing, Alex? How are you today? Boundaries are hard for you? I understand that, Kim. You know what? I never, ever, ever block anybody. I don't block anybody for any reason. It doesn't matter what you've done. What it, how did, I don't care how many messages you send. I don't block people. I never have. I've never been okay with sending out that, that little and going in and blocking people. I not, it's never been a thing of mine. Some people are okay with it, but it bothers me. It bothers me because I never know if a person is going to reach out to me in truth and, and really need something. I, don't ever, I never know if a person is going to reach out to me and what if they're really hurting and they don't have anybody else to call. I, it weighs on my soul. It weighs on my soul. I can't do it. But when it comes down to it, anybody who should have been blocked that I didn't block, They've always come back around with an apology. They've always come back around with a, you know what, thank you for being a good friend. Or they come back around and, and they, maybe they still have the same thing going on. Exactly, exactly. It's like one of those things and you never really know. You never really know. So nature boy, come on. Let's get this going. I wanna see your deck, man. You love the block, man. <laughs> See, and I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried it one time and I was like, this doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. I don't like it. I don't like it. Hey, nature boy. How's it going? Uh-oh. You're the same? We block people in same wonderland. We block them. That's just it. So these are the runes. <laughs> he said, I think he's just talking about it. Oh, okay. So it's got an M in it. Yeah, they got different symbols on them. And each symbol means something different. Got it. Got it. That's what's up, man. There's 26 uh, or 24 of them. 24 different ones. They, they all they come were, together? Yeah, they come in a set. <clears throat> and uh, so, like, back in ancient times where there was, like, an actual written language, 
like the Nordics and Celtics and stuff use like those symbols as they're written. Got it. Okay. Okay. So what's the what's the benefit of them? Uh, they're you can use them for different reasons. You can get messages in from them. You can use them for like spell casting stuff like that. You can use them for uh, divination. Uh, uh, there's to them. You can, you can put them in certain patterns and create like protection. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so you can use them for a whole bunch of different stuff. Hey, Teresa, how you doing today? So it's the mystical shaman. This is the new deck. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. Will you do a, a collective reading for us? Absolutely. I'd love to. Nice. Nice. All right. Bet. I'll just show a few cards off. Oh, they're for protection. Nice. I like that. They got some. Is that like the Buddha? Can you guys they got see some it? detail in them. Oh yeah. Oh, that's, that's like... mm. But, mm. I'm super excited about this deck. I'm, I'm excited too. Like at, at this point, I want to see what this reading comes out like. All right. glad here too Teresa. hang out with us stick around we're gonna get a reading from one of our members nature boy and uh then we're oh. gonna get back to a conversation about uh love what'd you it's say called the mystical oracle day certified son okay nice i'm gonna sit back and shut up and just let you take the take the floor oh. right now you want You're good. After what do you say? I said you're good at filling the Alfred silence while I'm pulling cards. All right, all right. You're in love. What are you in love with, Teresa? What are you in love with? Hey, y'all. I will tell you this. So I just got to Georgia, and Georgia is fucking beautiful. I love it. I've never been here. This is amazing. I enjoy all of the scenery, everything else. Like, this is an awesome place. I can't wait to see more places in the, in the United States. You know what I mean? Five cards. Right? Five cards? Five cards. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. First card I pulled was the sun card. The sun is acknowledged by many cultures as the foremost masculine force. In other traditions, Venus feminine in her full power. Either way, brilliant light for all. 
sprout from the heart. Nature Boy. Hey, Nature Boy. For some reason, it's cutting out, and I can't hear what the message is. Can you hear me now? Absolutely. Can we reread that one? Absolutely. All right. It says, the sun is acknowledged by many cultures as the foremost masculine force. In other traditions, it is seen as the feminine and her full power. Either way, it's the most brilliant light for all beings and allows life to sprout from the dark, feminine earth. It can be gentle and warming close to sunrise or sunset. Fall or winter, it can be destructive as in its zenith during a scorching summer. Have you been hibernating? Have you been introspective? It's time for you to come out of your cave and center the life-giving light of our star. The sun rekindles your passion and your creative energy. Life is calling you to shine your light and add to your lightness and humor to the seriousness around you. Get out and play. Have you been shining your light for too long? Remember that daylight is only one half of the day. The night must have her equal time, and she offers her gifts as well. Be careful not to be blinded by your light or the light. Do not become enamored with yourself or worship others. Beware of your shadow. Reveal in your midday glory, but do not be afraid of the warning of the light at dusk. I like that. I like that a lot. Who's been hiding their light? Come on, just go ahead and come forward. Who's been hiding their light? Tell me. Tell me now. Or who's been, or who's been walking their light too much? Who's not dealing with their shadows? Gotta let that. Oh man! <laughs> uh, your next one, stand still. It says, "When stand still appears, okay. it's a symbol of pausing, the act of observation and breathing space. It represents the benefits of temporary." non-action as well as what happens when one is stuck when things seem to stall or stagnant or when you feel stuck this symbol appears as a reminder that constant action isn't going to get you where you want to go perhaps it's time to gather more information or just wait until the universe makes it can you guys hear me still My phone's going to act a fool. Can you hear me still? I like that question, Kim. I like that question a lot. Nature Boy, you froze. So we're just now catching up with you. All right. I'll start back at this one. When when things seem to stall or stagnate, or when you feel stuck, this symbol appears as a reminder that constant action isn't going to get you where you want to go. 
perhaps it's time to gather more information or just wait until the universe makes the next move. No matter what, this moment is a beautiful gift orchestrated in your favor. Enjoy it. Let the universe bring all parts together for the highest good. Go and play. Recharge. Take focus off of whatever has stalled. Life will get busy again for you sooner than what you think. Time to get out of endless paralysis. Stand still invites you to turn within, breathe, and recognize that this is the condition of the moment. It allows you the opportunity to bear witness to whatever is going on before movement resumes. There is also an opportunity to abort a project to exit before damage. And it may also be the time to relieve you of an unnecessary burden that you took on without considering the cost. Which one is it that depends on your stopping? Take a deep breath quiet your mind, and remove all distractions. Then you can make your next move in a grounded, relaxed, and detached way. When something doesn't go the way you think it should, remember the following. What is yours cannot be taken away. Hmm. Hmm. That was card number three, right? That was number two. Number two? Let's do it. Let's do it. Who doesn't want to go out and play, right? Absolutely. It's like I want to go to the Let's go play, but you can't. Huh? All right. <laughs> Your next one's the ancient ones. The ancient ones are the shamans of the old okay. who defeated death and escaped from tyranny of time. The ancient ones once walked the earth like us in flesh and bone. Now they reside in infinity and can counsel us after we say yes to our calling. They are available to help us attain our full realization. The ancient ones are inviting you to reach the future to help birth a new destiny for the earth. Go ahead. Find out who you are becoming 10,000 years from now. If you accept the invitation, great power and blessings will come your way and allow you to craft a new destiny for yourself. Do not hesitate to bite off more than you can chew because you have unlimited spiritual resources available right now. The ancient ones beseech you to examine your attitudes and action and be sure that you are of your highest integrity. Not forgiving an ancestor or yourself is keeping you from the freedom that you seek. Remember that there is no longer your karma. You can break the chains that once bound you to the family drama and be free of your generational curses. Forgive the ones that you need to release. Honor the biological answers by ancestors by lighting a candle to them tonight. Did you get all that? Did 
Did you get all that? You're freezing up. Man. All right, a little bit. Oh, so I'm not frozen. He's frozen. Is that what you're saying, Kim? Man. But you guys heard the whole message, though, that card? What happens whenever, whenever too much energy there you go. gets being exchanged? That low vibration tries to break us up. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> Close out the other apps running on your phones. Maybe you can free up some bandwidth. Thank you. I appreciate that in Save Wonderland. I'll do that now. There we go. All right. So, what was the last card? All right. The last one was the ancient ones. I'll read it again for you, real quick. All right. All right. The ancient ones. The ancient ones are the shamans of old who defeated death and escaped from the tyranny of time. The ancient ones once walked the earth like us in flesh and bone. Now they reside in infinity and can counsel us after we say yes to our calling. They are available to help us attain our full realization. The ancient ones are inviting you to reach to the future to help birth the new destiny for the earth. Go ahead. Find out who you're becoming 10,000 years from now. If you accept the invitation, great power and blessings will come your way. Allow your craft to a new destiny for yourself. Do not hesitate to bite off more than you can chew because you have unlimited spiritual resources available to you right now. The ancient ones beseech you to examine your attitude and actions and to be sure that they are of the highest integrity. Not forgiving an ancestor or yourself is keeping you from the freedom that you seek. Remember that this is no longer your karma. You can break the chains that once bound you to the family drama and be free of your generational curses. Forgive the ones that you need to release. Honor your biological ancestors by lighting a candle to them tonight. So, to me, this is what we've been talking about. The entire, like, procession of it what's the overall message for the you know from what you pulled what do you channel so far from the first three cards is basically uh don't be afraid to step into your power uh don't hold on to things that aren't yours to hold on to uh forgive yeah. people so that you can access your full power you don't want to be holding in the negative energies because once you hold on to that negative, then you're not making room for any more positive. You know, it's, you're like a yeah. computer, you have so much storage space. So if you're just sitting there yeah. holding on to stuff, you're not going to be making room for your positive. And you don't want to yeah. forget to play, have fun. You know, there there's a balance to it. You know? You, yeah. And uh, basically, uh, go through your shadow work. 
you know? Right. With the, with the sun card, it says don't stand in your light all the time because you still have to work on your shadows. Or if you've been in your shadows too long, you need to come out to the light. Yeah. So this one is the Pachamama. I don't know how to say that word, honestly. It represents the unconditional <laughs> love. <laughs> the unconditional love that the earth has for all her children, including the stones, the plants, the animals, and the humans. She is the goddess of the earth, also known as Gaia, who pervades all creation in our planet. Thanks to Pachamama, <laughs> our timeless soul can experience life in a biological body. The joy and pain we taste during our brief time on earth are invitations to discover the boundless love of Mother Gaia. If you're a child of the earth, now is time to eat right, love right, and be joyous regardless of the circumstances you may find yourself in. Be grateful for your life, your body, and all that nourishes you. Mother Gaia invites you to relish each breath, embrace your joy and pain equally, and discover love through both. Let Mother Gaia know how you appreciate her blessings with an act of service, such as planting a tree, helping save an endangered species, or protecting the ocean. You will still believe that you have been cast out of the Garden of Eden, that you are motherless and homeless. You suppose that you need to work very hard to survive or thrive. It is time to stop suffering. Let go of that old myth and realize that you're given the garden to rejoice in and to become its steward. You, your, melancholy, your, melancholy, your melancholy is really longing to return to the heart of Mother Gaia. Listen deeply to the mother who is always there for you. Walk in her beauty and honor all of life. That's really, really nice. And it's, again, in line with everything that we talk about. <laughs> yes, sir. Man. All right. All right, last card. All right. The Ghost Dance. The Ghost Dance of the American Plain Indians united the spirits of living with those of the ancestors to bring peace to the world. When the ancestors are honored, they bring harmony to us. When we hold them responsible for all that is wrong with us today, they haunt us. Honor the spirits of the ancestors and receive their lessons and gifts. This includes honoring your own past lives. The ancestors have a message of healing and powerful medicine to offer you. Create a sacred moment at your altar Light a candle to them and let their wisdom infuse you. At this stage in your life, you are done repeating their tragic stories. Step into the abundance that is offered to you. Receive the gifts of those that have come before you and write a new story for your life. If you are trapped in a vicious cycle of nostalgia, mourning a lost, a lost youth or opportunities missed, it is time to make an altar to the ancestors Collect a few photos, light some incense, offer sage, and open the windows of your home to release them to their destiny and to the wind. Be wary of being snared into a relationship with someone from the past lifetime. As the people we loved or hurt have a way of reappearing in our lives, there is no learning for you there anymore.
Thank you, Nature Boy. What's the whole message? Well, on that on that card, pretty much, instead of looking at things as like, it's your ancestors' faults that you're where you're at, or maybe like, even your previous ancestors, like your grandmother didn't raise your mom and dad right, so they didn't raise you right, or whatever the case might be, like, don't put the blame on them, but be grateful to them, and know that everything that you went through was for a lesson there and when you honor them and you you actually love them it's just kind of like they said like you have to love like the good and bad parts of yourself like that's what true self-love is like you can't just love the good stuff and want to change the bad stuff like it's okay you want to change the bad stuff but you still gotta love those parts of yourself because without loving those parts of yourself you're gonna learn how to change those things into good. So yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You 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 gotta love the bad of your ancestors as well as the good. And you gotta be grateful and show gratitude towards them for that. And so basically get your shadow work on control so you can come into your full powers and then you can create your own path. And we can all change the world together really is what is t- is let's do it y'all let's do it <laughs> thank you so much for that nature boy we needed that uh, insane wonderland had a good point where he said uh there's no learning for you there anymore he was like it's a very interesting line if you heard it correctly and i heard the same thing that is an interesting line like when you walk away from stuff man like you have to understand that you took the you took the knowledge already there's nothing else to learn there Absolutely. So going back to look at it over and over again, it's just, it's pointless, you know, it's pointless. Thank you, Teresa. I hope you were talking about me. Maybe that was my ego. (laughs) (laughs) She was definitely talking about you. Listen, you've been, you've been reading, but I've been reading these comments and one after another, everybody's like, they resonate with it. And I appreciate you reading it for the, you know, for the collective, as they call it. But man, if you look at the string of the cards that you pulled, that's what our sessions have been about for the past two weeks. Absolutely. For the past two weeks. And that's not by chance. You know what I mean? No. This is where we are. Divine this is the place where we're working through this. Divine timing. Exactly that, sir. Exactly that. You know, we're, we're in a place where we're working straight through this this particular thing whenever so certified sunbeam says a reading for you too certified sunbeam says ancestor that he pulled ancestral realm and her and their reading earlier as well hmm huh kim says she's an overthinker and thank you nature boy i appreciate yeah i've been i've been an overthinker since i can remember an Me overthinker, too. and then I had to feel. Then I'm like an overfeeler. I'm like, oh, okay, this is too much emotion. There's got to be a line here. Like, you know, I, I can't I can't walk around being a ball full of feelings. But I like feelings, but I just don't want to overdo it, feelings, right? Feelings are good. You ever been in that situation? 100%. Feelings are good, though, because, like, once you feel those feelings, 
you have to find out why you're feeling those feelings, decide if you like that feeling or not, and then you have to let that feeling go. You got to let it flow. You can't hold on to exactly. it. On to it. You're fighting against the current of life instead of flowing with the current of life. And you're not exactly. learning onto it just exactly. for just for that self-pity or for that excuse of why something is happening. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kim, Kim says, I work every scenario from every angle. Legit. Like, no joke. I'm telling you, if I have a problem or if I have a thought or if I have anything, I don't know where... Not only am I going to work from every angle, I'm going to find every single possible solution, run those those solutions like through my mind, see how they eventually play out. If that's what I want, and then I got to go back and feel about it. <laughs> like, what am I going to feel if I go through all of this in any given direction? It's they always preach about huh? a higher perspective. And to see things from a higher perspective, you have to see yeah. things from all angles. True, true. It wasn't until I started to surrender and surrender was really, really hard for me. That was a big deal. And I think it was the second card that you pulled that was really talking about, you know, having fun, going to that that kid like, you know, state. That's the surrender because ultimately you can't do it all. You have to rely on God. You have to rely on source. You have to rely on our creator at some point. And you're supposed to do it all the time. But there's a there's a balance between your doing, your planning, your thought process, your action, your essence, and relying on God. Do you see what I'm saying? Like there's a there's a balance there, and you gotta have that balance. But thank you for okay, come me, back soon, thank you for letting me jump in here and be a part of it. Uh, yeah, no problem. If if you want to make this okay. something, you know. Once a night or once every couple of nights, I'll jump in and do a collective read for everybody if that's what they want. I think that would be great. Like like once every couple of nights, like every third third night or something like that, for you to jump yeah. up because it's always say something similar until we get to a point where it's like, oh, okay, we got to give it some space so we can grow. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But sometimes I like that. Some people like me need messages beat into their head before they understand them (laughs) (laughs) right that would be ironic that would be almost hilarious if you pulled the same cards tomorrow (laughs) did you get the message were you really listening how did that go you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly thank you nature boy i appreciate you coming up man you man have a good night No, no problem you have a good night too So, I can't get out. I got you. Hey, y'all. So that was awesome. That was awesome. So, how'd you guys like that? What did you feel about that reading? What is that? Was that pretty? Does it does it resonate with you? Is that something? It, it resonated with me. So I'm just wondering, did it resonate with you guys too? Thank you, Gracie Tracy. Thank you very much, right? Right? It was all of the things that we've been talking about for the past two weeks. Making sure that you stand in your own power, letting go, making sure that you move forward. You know what I mean? You said you gotta say yes, kid. 
<laughs> yeah, it was definitely in alignment with the current energies. And because it was in alignment with the current energies, it lets me know like, hey, y'all, we're here for a reason. We all, you know, found each other for a reason. Oh, Mr. Benjamin, how are you today? Welcome, welcome. Hey, Chris, what's up, what's up? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's that's kind of where we've been going, y'all. We are we are learning how to utilize ourselves and how to be in in, in our life space. And I, I don't really have a, a term for it. That's the best one I can, I've got that I can think of. But it it's it's truly just that we we step out of that shadow. Have you ever watched a? I mean. I'm not going to say ever watched a movie. Have you guys watched movies recently, seen things, read news stories or anything like that? And you can see the manipulation, the undertone to it, the uh, hidden, uh, I don't want to say hidden, but the uh, cryptic message of the movie. You can see the social structure of how things are laid out and how it's just complete bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you guys can see that, right? So when it comes down to it, it's like, hmm, okay, you've got this situation, but this seems like a big plot just for this. And it's like, you can notice that. That's because you're in your light space. We are not in that darkness anymore. We've stepped out of that darkness. So now that we've stepped out of that darkness, us navigating through this light space, we have to explore the ways to do that. Because to be honest, not many people have been there before. Not many people can tell you how to navigate in your light space. And then also it's something that you really have to figure out for you. You can't be dictated on it because it's a, it's a personal journey. It's a personal journey that we are just experiencing together. You got, you all are going to go through different things. You guys are all going to go about, go through things that just, they're unique to you. Just like your pain was unique to you, but there are, our, our situations will align in certain ways. You know, that's the important of, uh, importance of community at this point. Yeah, there is a lot of deception in our media. Insane Wonderland, you are definitely on it. <laughs> they think you're crazy, Kim. It's not even hidden anymore, Chris, but it's not hidden to the people that are aware. If you're not aware, I'm telling you, they, they're still pretty wrapped up in it. I've I actually spent some time with some family recently, and it it's very, very apparent. It's very clear. You can see the line of awake and not. You can see the line of, you know, somebody who's healing and not. You can, you can really see it when they're in the world and they're of the world, as, as, you know, the biblical text would put it. Like, there's a very distinct difference, you know? Ms. Johnson said, I'm noticing that I'm more aware of that. I'm watching here most programs. Yeah, you have to. You have to. You know what I mean? If you're aware you're bipolar, <laughs> yeah, it's always something. If you're too awake, if you're too aware of circumstances, then you, you must be crazy because this shit makes sense, right? You know what I mean? You just found out your father's favorite had native on your mother's side and grandmother's coordinator. That's what's up, reincarnated. It's in your face. What do you mean by that, Kim? The law of oneness applies no matter how different the story. That's very, very true. That's very true. And not many travel that far into the darkness to come back with the gems needed to, to overstand it all. Hmm. That's true. I like that. I like that. 
So, everybody, we've been we've been on we've been out of we haven't had a session in two days. Legit, I miss you guys. It was it was a good two days, but it didn't fight quite feel as complete because we didn't have this. So I was like, man, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. You know what? I miss Benjamin says scripture says there's no under the sun. Think about that. There's nothing new under the sun. You know what I mean? I feel you too coming out because it's it's not. It's not. You know what I mean? Ancestral patterns are definitely real. Ancestral patterns are real. If you've been doing unconditional love to your family, those wounds will slowly start to heal. They'll slowly start to heal. Oh, Mr. Benjamin, what, what do you got for us today? Hey, Mrs. Benjamin, hey, how you doing today? Hey, 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 Listen, 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 listen. I came across that scripture tonight because I was scrolling through um, TikTok and, you know, I just got so frustrated seeing people just bang their head against the wall, um, you know, disagreeing on um, surface level things. And, you know, mm -hmm. there's a way there's a correct way to do everything right sometimes true okay when not are you still when not well here's the thing it is it correct there is a correct way but there's also a way that's incorrect it may lead to correct i you're talking to a philosopher you gotta. I'm just okay, telling you. Okay. If you talk about things, let's put it this way. I like to pontificate, and all that means is I like to think of the abstract call. Okay. 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 But wait. But hold up. Okay. So when you think of not so, you got. But I, I hear what you say. I hear what you say. Okay. Okay. But when you think about universal law, right? It's a perfect yes. law. Yes. That does exactly what it's supposed uh -huh. to do. So if it does that, then there is a way to be perfect. Or be able to be predicted in There you go. That predicted perfectly until not. That I can agree, agree with 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cuz you you you're going um you know, you're predicting already in your mind, like, well, now everything ain't perfect because you're thinking of the the error that's already been accounted for, right? Because you know, as 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 your physical is going to operate according to the law, but then you have to bridge the physical with the spiritual law see this happens um so much when
Yes. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I don't know what happened. I went to go check everything. I don't know what happened. I went to go check everything. But, uh, there we go. I'm going to send another invite. So, but, uh, there we go. I'm going to send another invite. So that way, that way, There we go. I don't know what was happening. I think it's me. It could be I need a better spot. Hey, Miss Benjamin, how are you? Thank hey, you. You know, Condomondo, Jesus loves you too. Just remember that. What's up? So I was going with the, you know, with the perfect way, you know, mm -hmm. you know what? And I'm going to ask you a question because if you, um, looked in the document that I inboxed you, you would know what I'm talking about right now. Okay. Because you have to, because you have to also uh, account for the consciousness and yes. its ability and what it responds to, right? You, the mm -hmm. spirit, because yeah. it's a way that spirit responds. So, yes. And it's not generally taught how to operate in a way to have spirit benefit you in the physical form. I agree with that. So I think that, you know, that's where we start. And, and, and I kind of raise my children that way to be accountable for everything that they do like think of the the consequence like the way your um pros and cons in situations because there's always a cost in any decision so is it worth it to you yeah 
that's always something. Especially when it comes down to the decisions as you're processing them, as you're making the decision in the moment, in the moment and being able to make that decision with the proper amount of discernment, the proper amount of awareness, that is something that is invaluable. And being able to, like I said, I'm an overthinker, being able to plan that out and, and play it out in your head and make sure that you are, you are doing things intentionally that it will get you and, and will give you the results that matters most to you or that is most good. Do you see what I mean? Yep. I think that that's very, very important. Very important. Because, you know, just, just like um, the, the thing that I'm going through now, you were, I, I don't know if I, I told you guys about my, uh, my religious, um, I'm being religiously ostracized in my workplace um, and all of that. Yeah, you Yeah, so, um, you, you mentioned it, but you didn't tell us all of it. But go ahead. Yeah, because because you know, um, you know, I, I came from Christianity, um, which means that you know I understand it. Um, I understand that you know the the Bible says, "Seek ye first the kingdom um, of heaven." Um, and if I told you, hey. Um, I know a way to um, get $50 million um, downloaded to or transferred to your account. But seek ye first the book of Easter or Esther. <laughs> okay. And I you get go, what you said. I'll follow you. And you go over there and you get that book. And then you like, hey, I got that book of Easter. Um, hey, um, what I do next? But we stay stuck at the first place that we were directed to go first you know like we spend mm. our whole lives in that first place like that's what we have to get people to understand and if you if, and that's what your bible says and mm. then you have to also recognize the next scripture that says you know um there's nothing new under the sun so we need to figure out what's going on under the sun how we operate within this system that always has been because it's going to exist after us because this is not the first time that this has been so um like why would it be different so i i've read that that verse too and i'm going to tell you what that means to me okay when it says that there's nothing new under the sun to me that is like that's that's you know under the sun and the what what has happened um what has already been what we can stand when it for me everything that has all that we already know there's nothing new everything is there we need to venture we need to venture then all of a sudden do you see what i'm you saying know what? every every 
was the room doing this all before I came is, in? Is because it every room that, I go in, it start doing this. And I'm starting to think it's me. <laughs> I don't know if it's you or not, but it's glitching real bad. It's glitching real bad. All right, I'm a, I'm gonna go because um, you know, you know how did you read any of the book that I inboxed you? Or the PDF? No, not yet. I've I've been moving. You know, I, I you know I got over here to Georgia, right? Oh no, I didn't know that. You know what? I thought you were visiting Georgia. You moved yeah, to I've Georgia. Been... Yeah. So I've been doing all of that. Interesting. Because you know what? Yeah. I've been thinking about doing something brick and mortar. Like, you know, I don't want to call it a church. Like, I don't know what your plans are, but you know, like the message is clear. And I mean, if you're interested in like really doing something and putting something together, like even if you have plans already and you need just like help starting, like just let me know. I will tell you this, Mrs. Benjamin, I've been waiting for you to say that. Absolutely. So I'm going to send you a message later tonight or we'll talk to actually I'm going to send you a message tomorrow. Let's have a conversation about it. Let's okay, see if it let's lines do that. Up. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's definitely do that. Kim All Newton right. said, pick me. <laughs> All right, then. I definitely appreciate you, you coming up to share that. Uh, oh, she already jumped off. So look, when it comes down to it, what she was saying, I agree with that. I agree with that. When it comes down to the things that we are putting out there, when it comes down to the things that we are making decisions on, when it comes down to us navigating in our light space and, and us navigating the trajectory of where we want to go, it cannot be out of your own individual ambition. It has to be rooted. It has to be set and, and, and you have to have your channel open to the divine. You have to have that open. You have to be with aligned, with spirit, with God, with the creator with all you have to and it, when you're rooted in that when i like that denny's um when you're rooted in that when you're aligned with that here's the thing that turns into you being able to make your decisions deliberately effectively and upward forward moving that's the way that you want to go is upward forward moving now, will you have to go back sometimes to do that? Will you have to make lateral moves to do that? Yes, but you'll know what those moves are because your intention within is already clear. Your intention is already set. Your intention actually comes out the way that you mean it to, the way that you intend for it to, to, to. And it consistently flows that way. It consistently goes that way. Hell in a handbasket. We have to light the way, and I believe it's possible absolutely kim i agree with that i agree with that your kids love vegas miss johnson i'm telling you when it comes down to nature i've never seen so much greenery and like just it's beautiful out here it's beautiful out here and it looks like a couple of you guys are in states that are not that far from me so as as i continue to start traveling and everything like that i, I can't wait to visit i can't wait to visit so how long are we still waiting to heal before we start doing? Are you guys ready to start doing? You're in Minnesota, Chris? That's what's up. Okay, perfect. 
Perfect. I will, Nature Boy. Are we still waiting? Are we still waiting to do? Are we ready? Are you ready to start taking action? Are you ready to participate in your own life hero story? In Madonna, in Henry, in Henry County, where is that? Is that in, in Georgia? Kim, you're six hours from Atlanta and you're ready to do something? Let's do it. Let's do it. Vegas is too hot and doesn't have any soil. Vegas is actually, the air doesn't feel as full as out here. I noticed that. You ready, Becca? In the process of healing and participating, Trish? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, we're all getting to a point where it's time to start making sure that we take action in the right direction. It is time to make sure that we are moving in the right direction. Well, how do you tell if you're moving in the right direction? What do you, what's, what's the indicator? What lets you know that you're moving? Do you, do you get a sign? Is there some big ass sign that's just going to fall out of the sky and say, you're going in the right direction? Is it a feeling? Is it something that you feel in your heart that says, ah, this is the right direction? Or is it just you feeling like you know that this is the right direction? Do you see what I mean? Like, how do you know that you're moving in the right direction? <laughs> God, as Jay said, I'm out here in the streets. <laughs> All of the above. Exactly insane wonderland. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, oh, Mrs. Benjamin, I'm definitely going to read the PDF you sent me. Ready to start. I know you're ready to start Sunrise Sunbeam. You just need to. Yeah, you do need to book a session. My uh, my sessions will start back on Monday. I'm pretty booked up this weekend, but Monday my sessions will start back. It is easy to do with support. And I know that you know that you have the support here, but just realize, like, I'm not the only healer here. There are other. This is a setting that is literally designed for healers. You know what I mean? Like all of all of our members actually have healer capacity. I noticed that most people that are not healed or intending on healing or have the healing capacity, they don't stick around for long. Exactly. <laughs> well, if you're making a bowl of yogurt and fruit jam, you didn't. Where's mine, Kira? Where's mine? What's what's up with the blood moon? What does that mean? What's the meaning behind the blood moon? Does anybody know that? Hey, Faith, how you doing today? Two, two, two. There we go. Found it when you need a confirmation. Exactly. You know, you're going to get signs just like just like we were just talking about before. And Insane Wonderland said all of the above. You know, it is all of the above. You have to trust, move forward, and then recognize the signs that say that you're going in the right direction. Recognize the signs that say, hey, this is good. Hey, this is right. Hey, this is how you want to go. You have to recognize those signs. And as you recognize those signs, it gives you a better sense of awareness. It makes you more and more aware of what's going on. It makes you more and more understanding of the whole picture. And that's the thing. You need the whole picture. So the next full moon, there are many different definitions, but always been, okay, okay. Thank you very much for blessing the whole crew, Faith. All right, welcome back, Ms. Benjamin. Um, yeah, so I guess, um, I'm not sure what, what, because I started answering my own questions as I was uh, waiting because, you know, 
all of us are here you you've acknowledged that you know us that stick around you know have the capacity to heal in a way right so we acknowledge mm -hmm. that so what are we doing with this what are we doing with this what are we doing with this? I, I see people saying that they're ready to do I something love it. with this. You're like, look, tell, what, what's happening here? What's going on? I love it. Okay. Let me give you guys the inside. Let's, let's, let's get closer. So here's where we're going. I want you guys to understand that the church, without any walls, the church that is a church, it's a church of people. We are the church. Everybody. Everybody's an individual section part of the church as a whole when it comes to the healing things and the good things and the gifts that we all have we both have two sets of, everybody has two sets of gifts you have your talents which are applicable in the world maybe you're just good at math or maybe you're great at computers or maybe you're great at this or maybe you have an aptitude for this it's usually to do with things that you worked at went to school for study have an aptitude for and then you have your gifts which are your spiritual gifts and those spiritual gifts are different things that you can do like being an empath and being able to understand people's feelings being able to counsel being able to do different things so being as we're coming together as this church i don't ask that you use any particular one of them but if you feel called to and you're like i want to participate i want to be part of this i want to join in you can choose both sides you can choose one side it's all up to you but ultimately we're building that church and i've noticed that the people that have come to become part of it the people that have said hey you know what i can i can contribute this or hey i'd like to i'd like to help you out with this it's all coming together in a divinely perfect way so even if you feel like oh it's not much just know that every single little bit counts right now what we're doing is we're orchestrating the entire website and the website is simply full of various different resources and different things but where do we get those resources well from the body of the church from the people do you see what i'm saying from we have two healers that do intuitive healing you can simply make a session with them if not with me and with the with those healings it's going to be a different experience with each of them um so one of them does a lot of life path stuff i do a lot of shadow work um that's mainly what my healing is and there are some people that are talented with tarot cards and oracle cards and then you have some people that are just good listeners and they've been through a lot and they can help guide you through that so you have all of those different spiritual resources we also have a person that has a course that they've channeled and developed and that it, it's i've taken a look at it and it looks amazing and we're helping them get that orchestrated now you can still do everything that you do on your own it's not to say that this is something that you only do for the church because the purpose of the church is to prop you up to enrich what you are already doing to enrich what you are looking to do you'll just get more people you'll get more I hate to say customers, but I don't know what other word to use instead. So if you guys think of another word, let me know. But it makes it so there's a flow. Because I believe that when it comes down to it, if people meet you through our organization, that's great. People meet you outside of our organization, that's great. But as iron sharpens iron, one sharpens another. 
that goes in so many different respects in so many different right. ways. And why can't we sharpen each other and enrich each other, not just on a professional level, but also on a spiritual level, on a developmental level. So the know? whole, like, cause it, it really, when you think about it, I mean, it's really not that many of us, you know what I'm saying? We're not the, the general population. Exactly. So, um, you know, for the whole congregation to be, yeah. you know, available wouldn't be uh, unrealistic, you know? and something um should be available for um for them Johnson is it frozen what it'll be oh Paulette if you got an idea let me know let me what it'll be oh Paulette if you got an idea let me know let me know no okay so it's back now yeah Okay, so it's back now. Yeah. You guys think of a word, let me know. Hey, Ben Wars to self, how you doing? I will tell you this, when it comes down to brainwashing and you believing in things and you accepting things, just remember, if you, if your brain is like a program, who's doing the programming? It's your brain. Who's doing the programming? Who's, who's making? Glad you're here, Memoirs of Self. I'm glad you're here. We were actually just talking about the direction and, and the things that we have on the horizon for our entire organization and our family. Um, I know that I noticed uh, when I scroll through TikTok, I see a lot of people that are going through situations and they're, they're posting about courses and collectives and kind of turn it into like a, a group of people that are healing and, and looking for people to participate in that. 
And I just want to say, like, take a look at all of them. Take a look at all of them. If you guys are completely all in, all in with Living Panacea, that's fantastic. I love it. I don't want to deter you away from it. But I just want you guys, I like to encourage people to do what's right for them. You know? Do I think I know enough about consciousness? I don't think anybody knows enough about consciousness. I think that people speculate and assume and people have tried to study it. And I don't think it's something you can study your way through to an understanding. I think it's something that you have to experience. Behind the scenes, there, are, there were all kinds cast down. They've been pulling strings forever. You see what I'm saying? When it comes down to brainwashing and, and programming of the mind, mind's not programmed. Not, it's not programmed by anything outside of me and source, me and God. If I was to say that all religions and books were right, that is a test in faith. Yeah, <laughs> what would you say? I will say this. Every book is right because that's their perspective. It was written with a specific perspective. And you have to appreciate that that was their perspective from that time period that they lived in, from that, that environment that they grew up in, from that healed or unhealed state that they're in. That was their perspective. Every single book, even when a book is written as a documentary, if you notice, they try to be objective, but the book is a documentary. I just watched a documentary about the Holocaust. Actually, it was not even about the Holocaust. It was actually more so about Hitler and his rise to power, right? But it was completely objective. They were trying to literally like gaslight the entire Jewish community by saying that Hitler was just a figurehead and he was manipulated into this and then he got power hungry. No fault of his own. And it was it was ridiculous to watch, but this is this this is the thing. That's how things are put out. You know what I mean? That's how things are put out. It was made up culture, religion, those things are. There there's just simply division tools. You know what I mean? The 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 I the idea that your race is different than my race is absolutely true. All of our races need to be respected. Our cultures need to be respected. All of us have different cultures and there's good and bad in all of them. There is a struggle in all of them. You know what I mean? In all of them. And that's throughout the, the just the history of whatever race, whatever culture. There is a struggle within all of them. Is it different? Are some really, really bad? Are some a little bit better? Are some, you, who's to say that? Who's to judge? So when it comes down to the divisions that we have, when it comes to the masculine feminine division, when it comes to the LGBT community and that division, is they have division in, in several different ways, just a social division, a, a, a religious division, and there are all these divisions, but I'm no better than anyone else here. You're no better than anyone else that you know, that you've ever met, and everybody, should have that open respect. Everybody should be able to be valued for who they are, where they've come from, what their culture is, and what they bring to the table. The University of West Georgia offers a PhD program in consciousness and society. That's, fan that's actually fascinating. You know what that tells me, though? 
they, I'll put it this way, they can study the human consciousness and how, and they can track the brain waves. They can track how it affects the brain. They can track what triggers it and everything else. They can study consciousness, absolutely. It's an observation, but they cannot experience consciousness simultaneously. And if they do, that is actual brainwashing. That is actual mental programming, if they are able to experience it simultaneously. Now, like right now, people are all experiencing what they call Christ consciousness. If you notice, it really is still affecting everyone in a very different way. If we all had the same exact dream tonight, the same exact dream, there's some bullshit amidst. Like that, that's absolutely something's up, right? So it's, it's just one of those things. You said you just went on the Living Panacea page to see the price on the book and you have enough to buy it. Perfect. It is only $4.44. You know what I mean? I want to make sure that you guys are able to do it. And if you want to send a gift to somebody, Kira, I definitely recommend it. Ms. Johnson said, how do you get comfortable with sharing your gifts? That's a really good question. I got comfortable with me. And that was harder to do than anything else. Getting comfortable with who I am, what gifts I have, and becoming empowered with that. You know, becoming completely empowered with who you are with where you're going. Do you see what I'm saying? We, we, um, we tend to want to only be able to show things that we can prove. And that's because all the way up until now, our current society is based on the, the, what you can see. You know, what's, what's, what's observable, what you can read, the information that you can find. It's all data-based. It's all informational-based. And now we're experiencing something where yeah, people have information on it, but it's objective. It's their opinion, their perspective. And it's, you know, everybody's got a plot twist. Everybody's got a twist to it. Everybody's got a little bit of sauce on it. You know, everybody's got a different way of doing it. And there's some similarities, yes, but it's meant to be that way. Spiritual awakening, spiritual growth, that is an understanding. That is an awake, that, that's an awakening of the soul. It's a journey. It's a it's an experience and it's meant to be experienced by you and that experience is meant to be shared so that way you can enrich another person's experience. And when it comes down to consciousness and, and, and that developmental phase, I can understand it until I'm blue in the face, but if, until I've experienced it, for me, until I've experienced it, I don't know anything about it. I just know what other people say about it. I just know what this, this says about it. I just know what, what I, I know about it. But I don't, I haven't experienced it. So I don't know anything about it. I just have facts, details, and things from other people. You know what I mean? Are you able to read people's energy? Yes, Miss Johnson. It, uh, definitely do this. Book a session with me. And by the way, I was having internet trouble earlier. And I was having issues, right? So if for any reason we did not have um like if you if i missed a session with you bottom of my heart i really apologize i was having a connection issue so if you need to book another session monday on i'm completely available i'm going to be blocking off my calendar for the 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 nighttime tomorrow and the next day just to make sure that i'm able to finish this website correctly but aside from that from monday forward i'll have time available okay
Yeah, if we were all exactly the same, there wouldn't be anything to learn, Mona. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. There would be nothing to learn. There would be no growth. We'd be like uh, the people in that, what is it, The Giver. One of my favorite books, one of my favorite, it was, a, it was a good movie, but it was like one of my favorite books is The Giver. So The Giver, everybody wore the same outfit. Everybody basically, they, they literally, every household had only two kids. It was like everything was standardized across the board. Like they, they just, it's just what it was. Everybody got a bike when they were a certain year, you know, age. It was like nobody had their own kids. They had birthing mothers. And it was like this, this community that standardized life and they took away everybody's emotions. But that's what it would be if everybody was exactly the same. That's the type of life. You watch the movie, the book is way better than the movie. It was a lot deeper too. It was an easy read, but I recommend the book over the movie. Who Moved My Cheese? I heard about that book, but I've never seen it, you know? Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous, Miss Johnson. It's really just a conversation very much, like the way we have conversations here, it's just a one-on-one -on -one conversation. And um, I may or may not do energy work or anything like that. It just depends on where you are, or what's going on when we talk. I don't always dive into, okay, let's work on some healing because sometimes there are neat things that need to be worked through. So I do it at the pace that, and, and do it in a way that's going to best serve you, that's going to best refine who you are. You know what I mean? Oh, Becca, thank you so much for that love. I appreciate it. And anybody who has had a session with me or anything like that. Kim, oh, I love this question right now. So it says, I was raised, raised Christian. You must reconcile your belief with Christianity and how you can encompass it all. True, true. You know, here was my experience. And right, wrong, or in between, this is what I experienced. When I was going through my spiritual awakening, I was hearing voices, I was hearing messages, I was writing things and not even understanding or remembering what I wrote, reading it later, and it looked like I was, I don't know, it was like, it was spiritual stuff that I was writing. I couldn't understand why I was writing it. And I was having really, really intense experiences, right? And my mother walks in my house and she sees some of these sigils here, some of these little symbols. And she's like, do you still believe in Jesus? And I'm like, of course I do. And after I answered that question and I just, I, I'm used to automatically just saying yes, I really had to sit with that. And, and you know, she left and it was like a day or two later. And I'm like, you know what? I do believe that Jesus existed, but what is it that I actually do believe about Jesus? And I feel like spirituality and their spiritual growth, it requires us to really go deeper on the whys on, we do, on, on why we do everything, not just why we do things internally, but why do we have these beliefs and why do we go do these things? Like, why are we showing up at a church every Sunday? Is that really necessary or is that something we just were told that that's how it goes? So we just show up, you know, why are we going to go do this? Oh, you grew up Buddhist? Yeah, it's like 
what, why are we doing these things? Why do I believe in Jesus? Because somebody told me that? Because I read that book with the pictures when I was a, you know, a kid? Is that why? And I reread the Bible. I reread the Bible front to back from that point so that I could really get a more healed understanding of it. And as I read the Bible, I could see the people. Not just the people of the Bible, but I could see the people and the reflections of myself in them. I could see the reflections of myself in the stories, in the story of Joseph, David, Moses. I could see exactly what that was. What's up? How you doing, dope man? You know what I mean? Like, I could see that. And as I continued on, when I got to the words of Jesus... It all made sense. It all made so much sense because Jesus came and they hated his ass. Like they hated him. They hated him because he was teaching something that was against this. But if you really look at the words, it was spirituality in its purest form. It was spirituality and he had to use what he knew, which was his, from his time period, to associate the understanding. We know more or have a different understanding in this day and age. So it's, it's necessary to associate it differently. But it was the same principles, the same understanding, the same thing. So I decided that I do believe in Jesus. And I had to reconcile that within myself and understand that when it comes to the Christianity and the Christian faith, well, I don't ascribe to religion. I don't think that religion is right. I think that religion is a confinement of an understanding. And I'm already confined enough being in this body. I want my spirit to be absolutely free. So that's my story. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The royal bloodline king of kings. It was Buddhism and Christianity for you. Yeah, they all do connect. Every single thing that I've read it all connects. It's all the same, same shit. The same shit in different ways. It's in the best way to communicate with the population, to communicate with the current understanding of that time era. That's all it is. So if that's all it is, then why, what's wrong with us gaining a better understanding and a closer sense of it? It has been so many centuries since new, new people came to send out the same message in a better way. Or I should say in a different way. You know what I mean? So now it's time to just do that. That's the focus of the entire living panacea. I know I tell you guys what it means all the time. But that's just because I know like if new people come in, they're like panacea. Most people think it says pancreas, which it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like a panacea is a solution. It's a remedy for illness, disease, and dysfunction. So when it comes down to it, if you're a living panacea, like just be a living solution which is the living miracle that you already are. How hard is that to be you and be alive? Well, if you wake up every day, fuck, you're already halfway there. Now you just have to be yourself all day, right? I love you too, Marissa. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, trying to talk to your family is getting more and more difficult. You know what? I feel that, I feel that. I actually had a conversation with my family about uh, spirituality and one of the conversations I had, I realized they don't know anything about what I believe. They have no idea. 
What they do is they suspect, they assume. They assume that I believe, because I'm spiritual and not religious, that I believe whatever recent association they've seen on TV or where whatever show channel or whatever information they're getting is basically like I believe in some kind of ridiculous thing that really doesn't align with anything that I believe. So I noticed that the disconnect is on their end. It's not that I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. They think it's tied to demonic spirits. They think that I worship other things. They, they like there's, there's anticipation of, of, oh, you're doing something wrong. But if I'm being real, I watched a sermon. It was, what was it? Four days ago, I watched a sermon. And sometimes I'll just randomly watch a preacher's sermon. And it's not any big preacher or something like that. I'll just put in like church sermons just because I like to, I like to see what people are talking about. I get curious. And when I was watching a sermon, they're getting that shit from church. They're getting that understanding from church. And I'm watching it happen and I'm like, okay. So they're being told to fortify themselves against this spiritual awakening. I watch debates too, Chris, I'm telling you. They're, t- they're being told to fortify themselves against the demonic forces out there because there's a war coming. And they're being told that the war is on us. The war is because of us. So our loved ones out of their unawakened state, they're trying to save you. You know what I mean? And I appreciate it. Good looking out. But at the same time, they don't know. They don't know any better. So dope man, I would say this. Remember we were talking earlier about that whole, oh, you weren't here. We were talking about the spiritual responsibility that we have once we're aware of everything is you got to be the bigger person. You have to be aware. You have to, you have to plant the seed and be willing to plant the seed, cover that shit with dirt and walk away. And just, there it is. And let the seed grow in its own time. I appreciate the love, brother. You have to just let it be that. Let it be that and move forward and let it grow in its own time. I'll put it this way. I have a sister, right? And my sister, I have her on Facebook. And this, this almost got to me on a deep level. But I had to realize. I talk to my sister maybe every once a week. And I see a post that she posts and said, I really want to get in touch with God. Does anybody know how to help me do this. Now I'm her brother. She knows what I do, but she doesn't know what I do because she hasn't taken the time to, to look into it. Just think about the experience that we've all had. And my, my own sister is asking Facebook, the Facebook community, for how to find God. And I'm right here. I can help her, but she doesn't see that the same way. And that's when when I, when, I, when I felt like that, when I realized that, the thing that popped in my head was when Jesus went back to his hometown and he was like, even a prophet is not welcome in his hometown or something along the lines of that. It's like when it comes to your family, they only see the you that they remember. They can't see the you that's in front of them right now, the you that's growing. See, when we meet one another, when you meet people as you're traveling through your journey of life, they only know you from that point forward. But your family, they only remember the old you. They remember that, deep, that deepness. You know what I mean? 
I will definitely refer her to you, Miss Benjamin. I'll just go ahead and drop her a link because she's not going to believe it from me. She remembers the younger me. She remembers the one, the, you know, the younger me that used to randomly slide her chair off from behind, from behind her because it was funny. You know what I mean? Like, you, <laughs> yeah, I'm just being real. <laughs> she remembers the me, that the prankster. She remembers the person that built her house, little forts and, and, you know what I mean, movie nights. She remembers that. She doesn't, she can't associate that I would be able to guide her on a spiritual journey. She, she, gets, she, she comes to me for advice on men, but... That's the extent of it. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> That's just the way it is. Discernment and understanding is not their vocabulary. Yeah, I know. I know. That's the whole thing is like, because discernment and understanding isn't their vocabulary, you have to make it yours. And I'll give you some advice too. And this took me some practice, but I promise you, don't man, if you practice it, it you'll turn into a master of this very quickly. I'm, I have no doubt about it. When you're faced with anything like that, a simple, loving truth, that's all you need. A simple, loving truth. That's all you need. You don't need anything more than that. Anything more than that. You know what I mean? Like a very simple loving truth. Somebody's coming at you with all this craziness and all of this and, and things like that. And it's just like you, you only need a simple loving truth. <laughs> your mind is blown every few minutes in the life. Your, your older siblings call you for guidance. See, you see what I'm saying? They're like they, they, they've developed that relationship with you and they trust you. Yeah, exactly. They don't know what to do. What they're doing is they're looking for an argument because they, they're arguing within. They don't know what to believe. They're trying to convince themselves still of what, they, what it is that they believe. And it's hard when more and more wild things are happening in the world and the ground on that religious thing is getting pretty damn shaky. And they're saying, hey, this is what I believe. Hey, this is what I want. They want to argue it because they want to prove themselves right. They want to make sure that, hey, they're coming with the facts. They've got all this backing. They've got all this wisdom. And what do you have? Your spirituality and a couple of crystals? Come on, man. That's how they, that's how they, that's how they see it. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't see the, the depth of it. They don't see the experience. You know, they, they just don't. And it's one of those things that you have to show them by who you show up as over and over again. Like it, to the point where it's like so consistent, you know, it, it has to be a consistent thing like, oh, this is who you are now. It's not just something you do because going to church, that's something a lot of people, they just do. That's not who they are. How do I, how do I know that I'm being called to counsel or coach? Because I can't fucking stop. I can't stop. I will put it this way for my entire life, even when I was younger, you know, I'm sure you, most of you guys have heard, oh, you're an old soul, but it was more than that. It was people would literally just sit there and tell me their deepest. I'm talking about deepest, darkest secrets, like for, to the point of like it, it when it comes to, came to sexual abuse, when it came to being just abused, when it came to any type of death, like 
Like, I want to kill myself. What, whatever it was, people would do that to me my whole life. My whole life. And I was always there to listen. And it's not so much, oh, I would keep people's secrets, but it was like, I would seek to understand. And I wouldn't try to, oh, it's going to be okay. I wouldn't try to pacify them. I would just hear them and, and, and be with them in, in that moment. Because that's what I kind of always wish somebody would do with me. But I never told anybody about my suffering. The one person I told when I was a kid, I told a psychologist because they were asking me why I didn't talk. I told a psychologist why I didn't talk. And I never saw that guy again. I don't know if it was my parents or him, but I never saw that guy again. That was the one person I told while I was getting abused by my father. Like why, while my father was being a tyrant and he, he was just verbally and physically abusive to the whole family. Like that was his thing. And you know, he, he, he's changed since then, but that's who he was for me as a child. But when I told somebody, that's how they responded. I never saw that guy again. And it was like, that's something to do to an 11 year old, right? You said, let her know you're there. Yeah. Also, when the values don't align, it's contradiction. It's contradicting to talk to families. It is. And that's why you experience a lot of isolation on your spiritual journey. But I'm going to be real. It's almost necessary. It's almost necessary. You have to experience that isolation. You have to be, experience that isolation so that you can know you. And that so you can know that you're moving in the right direction. If you notice, like people like taking time by themselves because it gives them such clarity, but you take your time with yourself and God and all of a sudden you're crazy. How does that even make, make that make sense? Like that doesn't, it doesn't even compute as like, why is this crazy? And this makes a lot of sense. Tongue of razors, but I, I like that. I like that. A tongue of razors, but a heart of gold. Ms. Johnson says, I'm going, I'm being called and nervous to say yes Here's the thing. The more nervous you are to say yes to the call, the more your life is going to end up in, in stagnation, frustration, and it, the chaos will come. I will tell you this. If you're feeling, feeling a pull, feeling called to do something, take your steps. Make a plan. And don't be afraid, especially if your heart is telling you to do it and you really want to. If you find that your heart is telling you to do something you really also want to, just go ahead and do it. Find a way. There's always a way. Find a way and just do it. Even if the first step is on faith, just do it. You can make it. You can make it. Goddess Jay said, I can't have a regular conversation without people telling me their story or crying. I, I'm telling you, that used to happen to me my whole life. And when that happened to me, like throughout my whole life, it was like, okay, so this is something that just happens. Then I went to school for psychology and out of nowhere, I realized like, I don't really want to sit here and know somebody's problem and not tell them the answer. I don't want to know somebody's problem and then drag this shit out for six months, for two years, for four years. Like, why are people going to psychologists for, for, and, and to psychiatrists for years? You can't fix that problem. Are you really a professional then? Because if you've known the answer for this, this, this stint of time, then what are we doing here? You're wasting people's time. You're draining their pockets. 
These people could be spending that money taking their kids on vacation, spending their money doing other things that are more enriching for them. But you need your buck 50 an hour. That I didn't like that. I didn't like that. So I didn't do it. You know, I, I, it just didn't make any sense to me. If I know the answer to a problem, I'm gonna string you along for a year? Bro, bro, it is a process. It's a growing process. But here's the thing, because it's, it, and they are there to listen only, but they're also supposed to guide you to the, to, the, to the finish line, guide you to the solution. Well, I didn't like it. And that's just a personal thing. I, that's my perspective on it. I feel like it's, it's dangling a carrot. It's dangling a carrot of happiness. That's just the way I see it. You know what I mean? No, they can't make you do it. You said Georgia has no licensing requirements. What? That's what's up. I got the degree. Um, when it comes down to the, like, the psychology process, though, it was... The fact that they were doing that. So I decided not to do it. I decided to go for business psychology instead. Then I really liked that. So I ended up being a motivational coach, a motivational sales coach. And that was great for me. That was how I realized like, I'm the type of person I like to talk. I like to speak life into people. I like to say good things, but I like to say it honestly. I like to say, you fucking up, but don't worry. You can make this right. Like, I like to be the person that people can depend on to give you truth and to make it loving and to make it good and to encourage you to, to get to where you're trying to go. You know what I mean? Dope man, you're right. This is our time. And the time is now. The time is now. <laughs> so... Ms. Johnson, Mrs. Benjamin, both of you guys are basically in the, psych the psychology and counseling field. You know what I mean? Direct blunt, blunt honesty is what all faiths are missing. And I'll tell you this, no judgment. Because me telling you that you're wrong, who am I to say? I haven't been what you, through what you've been through. I have, not, I have never, not a day in my life, woke up as you. So how am I supposed to tell you that what you think, believe, or want to, per to pursue is wrong? How who am I to say that? You know what I mean? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. One's a confessor and one is a guide. There you go. There you go. Have a good night, Kira. Ask the right questions. I, I do hate that part. Ask the right questions. You know, when it comes down to everything that we've been going through, we've been experiencing, y'all, I will tell you this. There is literally nothing like the conversations that we have. Every experience has been consistently a forward-moving, progressing conversation. You know what I mean? It's a forward-moving, progressive conversation. And I just want to make sure that everybody not only is moving forward and progressing and getting their questions answered and getting spun, you know, directed in the right direction. But I will tell you this. If I don't know, I have no problem ever telling you I don't know. If it's not my field, it's not my field. Like, I'm not going to fake the funk. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things. What do I think about chemical imbalances and medications? I think that 
when it comes down to it, if you're on a prescription, if you've been taking a prescription for a chemical imbalance, you need to consult that same doctor with figuring out how to actually balance yourself out. But the body is a complete body. It has all of the things that are necessary to help balance you out. It may be a change of diet. It may be a change of environment. There are changes that you can make as a person to help to balance yourself out. And it usually starts within. It starts within. It's just one of those things. Like the medications that people are giving you, are they really better than the experience that you're having? Or is the experience uncomfortable? Then you take medication and then you magnify and multiply the, the experience that you're having. And now it's out of control because, well, what happens next is they spiral. They spiral, they become dependent on the medications for balance because their body's no longer making those chemicals because the medicine is doing it for them. Well, that doesn't support a good human being because what if the fucking medicine, like what is, what if it's no longer a supply? What if it goes out? Like what if they stop making it? Well, we're dependent on a pharmacy at this point. And then this, the side effects are worse than the original symptoms. It's a, it's a perpetual cycle. I believe in holistic medicine. Disease is just dis-ease. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's funny that you said that, Mona. I literally put that. That's how I have disease written for the definition of panacea. That's how I have it written on the it was fortified with facts. There's a trustful relationship. You have to consider the source and the reason why this may be, you know what I mean, something going through. You have to. Ah! I'm sorry. Is it still lagging, y'all? Is it still lagging? Hold on. Yeah, it is. Disruptive, disruptive vibration and equilibrium. Ah, okay. If it's better now, like I said, I've been having a connection issue. So when it comes down to it, I'm trying to make sure that I work on making sure I have the best possible thing. I think what I need is a like, uh, what do you call it? A repeater, something to magnify like this signal. So I'm going to try to get one of those tomorrow. So that way we can have a better connection because I want you guys to, to be able to hear me clearly. And also I can see the comments not coming in clearly. When actually building a church, what are the thoughts on a temple structure than a church? You mean as opposed to a church more like a temple? Well, here's the thing. The reason why I'm calling it a church is because one, that's how I heard the message was build my church. That's how, that's how it came to me. Two, when it comes to a church, every time I hear about church, every time I think about church, it's confined. It's judgmental. It's something that does not bring a good, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't bring a good association or it brings a and I like, as in a brick or mortar building, when it comes to a temple, I like the temple aspect because you can go into a temple at any time. You know what I mean? You can go into a temple at any given moment. You do have to meet people where they are. You do have to meet people where they are. So since we're getting so much lag, I'm gonna work on making sure that this works. I'm gonna fix this for us for tomorrow. I want you guys all, I apologize. I hope you have a great night.
And if you are interested in participating and volunteering and if working with us and, and making sure that we all build this church together, send me a message tomorrow. The phone number is right on the website. Just click the link in the bio. It's right on the front page. If you want to book a session, click on SOS, sign in and book a session. But if you're interested in really doing something and changing your life, the life of the people around you and other people that you can help, let's start. We can start today. We can start tomorrow. But the best time is now. So just send me a message. My, and the phone number is directly on the website. So you can just send a text message. Say your name if you've never texted me before. Say your name. And then we can start our conversation and build it from there. Okay? I like it, Ms. Johnson. I'm done with church. I'm a free spirit. No confinement. Exactly. That's why it doesn't have any walls. It's symbolic for it's the church without any, you know, it's ever ending. Hey, I love you all. You guys, you may not know how much I really mean that you guys are family, but you are. When it comes to the spiritual experience and the spiritual things that we're, we're going through, this is, not, this is not something I take lightly. And I know you guys don't either. Like my spiritual, you know what I mean? Like my spiritual awakening, my spiritual understanding, my spiritual, my spiritual life, it means everything to me now. Like it means everything to me. And to be able to share that with other people, that means even more to me. So I appreciate y'all. I really do. I hope you guys have a good night. There we go, Faith. There you go. Yeah, man. It, it, I'm, I'm glad you're on the same page. Dope man, uh, send me a message. Let's let's connect. Uh, see you later, Chris. See you later, Chris. Becca, you have a great night. Mrs. Benjamin, thank you for jumping on with us. I, I appreciate your wisdom and I appreciate the knowledge that you, you bring every single time. You always bring something of value. So thank you very much. Insurance lady, I hope you have a great night. Thank you for joining us today. Trish, we got we to gotta have that conversation. I'm excited for it. Paulette, it's a pleasure as always. Thank you for your energy tonight. Hey, Mona. Mona, hopefully we have time to talk once I fix these connection issues. I hope you have a great night. Monet, thank you. I hope you have a really great night. Enjoy yourself and um, text, text me or reach out with an email or something like that if you need any help with what you're currently going through. Jocelyn, we have an appointment coming up. I'm excited for it. Thank you for being here today. Goddess Jay, I appreciate you. You got a really, really strong energy, and I don't know if you really realize it, but thank you for adding that vibration to our, to our entire church, to today. Every time you join, it, it kind of lifts us up. I appreciate it. Hey, Marissa, how you doing? I hope you have a really good night. Thank you very much for joining, and um, let me know if you need to talk. Celestial Vibes, one day after another. You keep showing up with all the good energy. If you, uh, if you need anything, feel free to reach out. I appreciate you. 
Simon says a lot, thank you very much for joining. And thank you for adding to the, the rays of the vibration that we're having today. If there's a lot weighing on your soul and you gotta let it out, I know you probably, actually no, I know you have this specific person that you vent to, Simon says a lot, but um, you have a church family, so you have a spiritual family, so if you need somebody else, it's a different perspective, feel free to communicate with any one of us. Certified Sunbeam, a pleasure as always. I hope you have a really great night. Miss Johnson, Thank you for joining and thank you for your contribution. I appreciate you having a, like, I appreciate you just having an interest in what we're doing. And uh, if you're ready to open up those gifts, let's do it. Let's do it. Faith. Faith. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you for being here. If you need anything, let me know. You say you heard your name and nothing else? <laughs> well, send me a message, Goddess Jane. You'll get the message. Have a good night, y'all. Have a good night. I appreciate you all. Truly. Talk to you all soon.